Welcome to the post-Easter Progress with Unity podcast. We've got quite a few happy bunnies sat around the table this evening. Gareth, start with you. Uh, happy bunny? Yeah. Bushy tail, yeah. right side? Yeah. Good. Simon? William Barry? Happy bunny? Happy bunny. Spring on my step. Paul? Hi. <laughs> happy bunny? Happy bunny? Yeah. I think we're on the way to the title. Adam? Oh. TV personality and happy bunny? Nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm happy though. Yeah. Still. <laughs> we'll come to that later on. Alright, mate? No. Unhappy bunny? Yeah. Okay. Four wins for you this weekend. Oh, hey, not, not talking about that. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually missed the, the Latics goals, but I can tell you more about that later if you wish. Mm-hmm. And Dan. Hello. Happy bunny. I am indeed. Do you get any any eggs? Many eggs? Any eggs? No. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> right, we kicked off the Easter programme with a trip to Swindon Gareth on Good Friday. And uh, very fruitful it was too. Have you got any stats for us, please? Yeah, yeah. I've no proper stats. <laughs> Seeing as I've been sacked off from, from doing your bits. Uh, by the way, where were you last week? I had to have some stitches removed from my thumb. Well, Paul reckoned it was because you were trying to get uh, your wallet back in your pocket. I'm trying to take it out. Don't be blaming me. Oh. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Okay. Absolutely no need for anything like that, was it? No, no, possession, 47% to Swindon, and the Latics managed 53%. Shots, Swindon managed 7, Wigan 10. On target, Swindon 3, and the Latics 5. Corners, 1 to Swindon, 5 to Wigan. Swindon got 1 yellow card, and the Latics got 2 yellow cards. Swindon got 1 red, and the score, 1 to Swindon and four to Wigan Athletic. Yeah, and the headlines: ten man Swindon cut succumb to Wigan pressure. I saw somewhere anyway. Rubbish that one. It was nothing like that, were it? Anyway, Simon, uh, have you got your off the terrace report for us? Yeah, please. Uh, go live to Coach Ten. Straight off the terrace report for Swindon versus Wigan Athletic at the County Ground. The score finished: Swindon one, Wigan Athletic four. Um, and I think practically everyone listening to po- in podcast land will probably have uh, watched the game. And what a what a performance uh, from Wigan Athletic! They totally dominated the game from start to finish. Um, you know, <laughs> there wasn't anything that you could see in the Wigan play at all where you'd really pick up and go, "That's alarming. That's worrying." Um, you know, Swindon. They were at the races in the first half. They went to go down through Will Griggs' effort. Um, and th- that was pretty much it for a, for a first half as uh, the fans made the way in. Those who uh, travelled, some had severe delays turning up just after kick-off, missing the first five minutes. I was one of those. Uh, but the second half is really where it all took off. And three goals in four or five minutes. It was just fantastic. In front of the Wigan fans... Um, a thunderbolt from Max Power, Will Gregg, Sam Morsey, just all getting in on the action. And we looked like we could have gone on, scored six, seven, eight, nine. Um, we were just unstoppable, unplayable in that first uh, part of the uh, second half and th- thoroughly deserved our win. Um, the man we all thought would score for Swindon, Nicky Jose. Got his uh, token goal, um, but it it wasn't really uh, 
so much a fail. Um, my favourite moment of the match, although we did score three goals in such a short space of time, <coughs> was the uh, fourth uh, the stadium announcer announcing that Nathan Thompson was the man of the match for Swindon. Thirty seconds later, straight red card. So it was a uh, it just put a bit of a comical spin on the afternoon. But Wigan were well worth their uh, three points. That's six now out of a possible, well, on our target for 30 points and 95 points overall. So we just go again. We go to Rochdale on Monday night, on Monday, sorry. Um, and there's only one thing you can say, and I'll remove the expletive it's up the ticks. Excellent, Simon. Excellent. Um... Good game, you're right though, we could have scored 7, 8 or 9. Everybody see it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes. I, I thought Grigg himself could have scored 7, 8 or even 9 goals. I mean, unlucky, Mr. Couple, didn't he, at the far post? Yeah. What do you think, Paul? Like Simon said in his thing, comprehensive victory. Three nice points, closing the gap, opening the gap. Just what we got to order. Yeah. And uh, Adam, we had Burton to come today, after, didn't we? So, uh, you know, it put a bit of pressure on them. Oh, yeah. And they buckled. They did, they did. Yeah. And they, they were awful, really. They were awful. But getting back to the Friday, um, <clears throat> I don't know if, I mean, people, a lot of people won't recognise you if they saw you in the street. But, I mean, it's fair to say that uh, the Sky TV crews recognise you, didn't they? Oh, yeah. definitely, yeah. 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 Got my little cameo appearance before the game. If anyone saw that, I'd. I don't know, quite a celebrity around my guess, I'm sure they saw me. Yeah, it flashed <laughs> up on the screen, Adam from the PWU podcast. Exactly, yeah. a bit of free advertising as well. Brilliant, brilliant. So, so what was it like then though? Did, I mean, I didn't go, it was, uh, I couldn't make it, but you was on the fumbles, weren't you? Or the fun minibus? I was, yeah. A good trip? It was, it was no traffic, and, well, there was a bit of traffic, but we seemed to miss it. you set off Thursday night? Uh, set off it was in the helicopter. In the morning? In the morning. And we got there about half, we got to, I think it was Sirencester, which is about 20 minutes away from Swindon, about half one in the afternoon. It's a lovely village, isn't it? What, Swindon? It is. No, of Sirencester. Yeah. Especially when you're travelling through it at five o'clock at night, the game <laughs> kicks off in half an hour's time. <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of the performance, Mick? Well, what I saw of it uh, was pretty good, actually. Um, I was quite impressed with... Um, well, all of them actually. I think from one to eleven, they were they were pretty good. But, uh, yeah. Because I, I saw a team that were well, they were working for one of them, but they were they were, they were making effort, and they were they were actually having shots outside the box. What's all that about? We've not been doing that. Scandalous. And then, you know, there were there wasn't this. Let's try and walk it into the net. You know, this football. Let's kick the blasted thing. Wonderful. They did that. Indeed, indeed they did. I believe you said earlier, Greg should have had a hat-trick. And I agree, yes he should have. But he didn't need to, because everybody else was... All the strikes were flying in from everywhere, it seemed. There was that magical ten minutes, wasn't there? It was they like, thought all the reasons had come at once, didn't they? You could say that, Barry. It was like against Bury. We're more than capable of having one of those periods that kills the game within, like, five minutes, and then we can just coast for the rest of it, and that... That's what happened on Friday. Yeah, it is. And uh, Gareth, they got a man sent off. I mean, we were talking about another sending off shortly, but I think it was a fair decision. The Swindon uh, Thompson. 
It weren't Luke Thompson, by the way. It was Nathan Thompson, though. Well, John think. Thompson. No, it wasn't John Thompson. I think it was. He's an actor. To be honest, I was glad to see the back of him because I think he was the best, well, one yeah. of the better players. The skipper worked it. Yeah, he yeah. was. The, the generic uh, company named him Man of the Match for the mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. the Thirty second. I don't know what company it was. <laughs> Thirty yeah. seconds prior to him going straight through the back of that. Yeah. But they had a, a, a quite an amusing uh, sponsor as well on the shirts. Oh yes, Imagine Cruising. Imagine that was Cruising. It, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what we were doing, wasn't it? Yeah. When we were falling it up. Ground's a bit of a dump though, do you not think? It's a bit stuck in the sixties. Yeah. 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 Anybody surprised by how easy it was? I was because I thought they'd give us a little bit more of a game. Well, I think the first half they did, didn't they? You know, first half they didn't look too threatening in the first half, but they were holding their own. I thought we created yes. enough chances in the first half to be two or three up. Yeah, but they still held their own, didn't they? We only went in one to the good, so it must mm. shows that they've done something. Something right, and then it was just oh, Gary's oh, we word. We missed three, three oh. guilt-head chances. And then Gary's word of wisdom got us going in the second half. I don't think they could stop us. The way we played that second half, we were just unplayable. Well, the manager's been, you know, in the football league paper was waxing lyrical about us, comparing us to, you know, obviously too good for this league. We're a championship club playing in League One, and um, seen on social media we're now the team that have uh, gone from being the Premier League getting beat four 0 to dishing out these results. You know, so I think we are. Race scouts this league at the first attempt. The wonderful thing is now is other managers and other clubs and other fans are talking about the quality of our football yeah. and not the sad state of our uh, affairs at our club. We were talking about the sad state of affairs of our club only last year, this time last year. Now we're waxing lyrical about how good the football is. So. Yeah. Well, we, we've had a bit of a blip though, didn't we? That's, that's all it was because on the whole we're a community club and, we're, and we are quite good with... Well, same as in life. Sometimes you've got to take a step back in order to clear out and move forward again more positive and I think that's what we're going to have to do did we so do it for a player to everybody concerned and sometimes that step back does you good Mick yeah it does to be yeah. fair to the bloke Mackay didn't do anything community wise out of order while he was here I mean he came with some baggage but it stayed baggage and we had nothing you know other people made something of it he didn't out wrong I mean don't get me wrong in a footballing sense he didn't out right but in a community centre, we never lost that community sense. I think no. we split it our our community. That's that's what yeah, I meant. Yeah, the supporters were, were divided on his appointment. Yeah. But as a club, I think they, they didn't suddenly stop doing everything. I, th I think and they, they started doing it again. They, they packed a little bit and they tried to close ranks as well for a time when nobody could get anything out of them, and it was it was it was all a little bit. I don't know for for a while. They were very defensive. Yeah, but they, they were, were they were defensive. they were in a. They were in a right old pickle, weren't they? Well, yeah. Um, Both the, the two sides, the business <coughs> side and the playing side. Yeah, I, I think the appointment of, of Sharp as chairman was just what it needed. And he, he's, he's the new brush that's been swept it clean, isn't it? Well, I, I think the timing of that was absolutely spot on because you answered all the questions at a point in time when everybody was focused on something else. Now, if Whelan had just stayed around while we've got everything tidied up, you'd still be worried about the future of the club. Because Sharp's been in charge whilst all that's happened, nobody's bothered now, that there's no impending transition to come. Yeah. We did it at, a point, at our lowest point. Sharp's reinvigorated us, and whether yeah, Wheeler would have done it, if someone some had just gone or not, is, uh, I'd, you know, I'd question whether he would or not. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, nobody knows to do it, it's all 
you're all guessing, and the, the only timeline you've got to work with is the one that happened. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's all positive. So, as we're moving on, let's move on, Gareth. Uh, let's move on to Monday. Keith Hill, Ross, he's Rochdale in. Last time we played Rochdale, he was very complimentary about us, saying uh, we'd won that game before we kicked, kicked off because he seemed to be in fear of us, saying how good we were with the Manchester United, the League One, etc. This time around, he wasn't as complimentary. He was saying we should be walking this league by country mile, not slandering in the second spot with the quality and, and, and the money we've got. Um, <laughs> and as the game turned out, anyway, go on, Gareth, give us the stats. <laughs> the stats from the game Wigan Athletic versus Rochdale. <coughs> Possession, Wigan ran 63% and Rochdale 37 Shots, Wigan had 12, Rochdale 6. On target, the Latics managed 8, Rochdale only 2. Corners, Wigan had 9 to Rochdale 6. Wigan had 2 yellow cards, 1 to Rochdale, and Rochdale got 1 red, none to the Latics, and we got 3 points. The 1 0 victory. We did indeed, yes. we did indeed. Before we start to analyse again, let's just hear Simon's off the terrace report. Again. Straight off the terrace report for Wigan Athletic versus Rochdale at the DW Stadium. And what an excellent Easter we have had. Six points out of six. Burton dropped points against all of them. And the pressure is on now for Burton's game at the Den later on tonight. Not a, an amazing performance from the Latics, you know. Um, after the uh, display on Friday night, but a competent and workmanlike performance, which I think is the best way to sum it up. Um, we had a job to do. Rochdale with the best form in the last six um, in the league, coming up against us, who were, I think were, were the third best form in the league. Um, and it showed uh, the referee was absolutely diabolical. Um, couldn't keep his cards in his pocket, was so inconsistent, his inconsistency became consistent um, and we, we just did what we had to do it was a hard fought victory but then a well fought and well deserved victory um, it was difficult at times um, Rochdale came with a very good game plan under Keith Hill as you'd expect they played some good football but there was no real cutting edge for them um, Conor McElhaney gets the goal for Wigan. Scrap a bit of the uh, defending, attacking. Harry Fukic is about three yards offside right in front of me, but it's the rub of the green that sometimes you need and sometimes you deserve, something we didn't have particularly last season. Um, so that's out of these last, the, the ten game running that we were looking at. That's three wins out of three. So that gives us a nine points, 21 points to go. And I'm still confident that we'll achieve that 95 points. Pressure on Burton now. Pressure on Walsall. And potentially Gillingham, the chasing pack. Um, but it's going to be an up the Millwall ticks tonight. On we go now to Shrewsbury. Another massive game. Every game's a cup final if you want to win this league now. So, up the ticks. We go again. Very good, that Simon. Thank you for that. That's uh, two in a week. Yeah, I was just... Um, Looking yard, because you've been away. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I do... I do think it was a competent and workmanlike performance. That's all it was. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't no. anything special. It was just got the job done in the end. And right before we move on, straight into this red card business. Uh, Keith Hill's been out after the game. As I said, it absolutely scandalous. Uh, Peter should have been the man with the red card. 
Henderson, Norway. It's affected the game. It's, it's, it's decided the outcome. You said there about Keith Hill and his comments before the game. He's playing amateur psychologist, isn't he? Saying, oh, we should be walking the league. Oh, they're the Man United. He's trying it again. Yeah. Man's an idiot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if he's an idiot. He is. But he's he trying. He's but trying, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's failing. Yeah. That's a record. That's a record all day, every day. It, it was. It was. I think it was. He lost out. They've appealed it, and it's uh, been unsuccessful for appeal. So what a surprise! What yeah. a surprise! No, whether Pierce's record uh, should have been read is open to debate. I don't think it should have been. I think going off the challenges that you see game in game out in this division, uh, sometimes they don't even get free kicks from those challenges. Especially there on the season, we're saying that week in week out, weren't we? There were some horrific challenges. Yeah, Barry, I think it could have been a red card, but the events that followed it, Henderson's subsequent lashing out made it pale in comparison shall we say well I, I thought they'd done it because I thought Perkins had left the foot in and it, immediately before from the angle I was at it looked the timing of the bloke going down looked like Perkins had left the foot in and flattened him which would have been his second yellow but when you look at it on the replay he doesn't really touch him no. but the bloke still drops yeah yeah. So, yeah. and before all this happened we, we had a stonewall penalty turned down off Yannick when uh, the defender saved it with two hands, double handed yeah, save. It was evident in real time, any mm. idiot could see that. <clears throat> I've seen that in the league play, I'm not as convinced. Yeah, he's both hands out with his fists clenched together and, the, and he strikes oh. at the ball. Yeah, uh, well, I've seen it once on a replay and it he, he looked to me like he had his hands. They were right there, there's a still photograph no, on the internet. Yeah, I, I, I say, I've, only seen, I've seen the there's replay still once. a photograph of it. And it prevented, sure. it prevented the ball going in the net? It was, so, that would have been a red card, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was the pullback on, on Yannick, which oh. would have <laughs> Pull back. Try yeah. taking shirts. Pull back, you nearly strangled him. That would have been a red card. Yeah, red card at rugby, that would have been a red card in that well, the cage fighting thing. There were one or two choice, <laughs> uh, <laughs> choice <laughs> manoeuvres and tattles on, on the afternoon, which would have featured, by far been featured um, in the evening uh, session as well, so... Mm. And a red card if you'd done it up King Street. <laughs> <laughs> red card everywhere. <laughs> I didn't think that Rochdale were that by the side though. I thought from what, what we saw with them when we played them away, uh, it was a, a far better unit. It's surprising um, where they made themselves into the league as well. Now yeah. they've just gone about the business quietly, haven't they? And you can see how they've done it. I thought it was very similar to, to Bradford in, in the way they defended. It was very compact, weren't it? And yeah. then, and then as soon as Anderson went off, they just they narrowed the, ga- the game, didn't well, they? Well, so you saw Keith Hill's instruction straight away was to drop, basically drop everyone back and cut off our supply routes. Yeah. But, but yeah, the reaction from the gaffer was positive in that respect. In that we, we actually saw players hugging touchlines head and we got back to... Stretching. Yeah. 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 And that was good because that brings out, for me, that... Now, this was weird because he moved Yannick inside then. When he made his yeah. when he made his second when he made his change layer and he put Yannick up and for me he's not that effective though he's not that effective because it's licensed for him to keep hold of the ball and sadly he loses it more often than he, he actually he's been putting some absolute choice balls into the box from the wing and that stops yeah and, and I, I do think that if you're playing him up the middle um, you're negating his uh, his real value so. Yeah, uh, Adam, what do you make of the goal, McAlena? Scrappy, but after all what had happened before it, it had to go in, didn't it, really? I mean, I don't know how we didn't score on three different occasions, but 
keep was in good form, which which was uh, a show. We we really found it hard to get past him, but it took a goal like that. It had to be a goal like that to get past him. But I think after that goal went in, I think it got harder for us because Rochdale then had nothing to lose, and then we'd obviously took Pierce off to try and be more attacking. And, Rochdale threw everyone on forward. I, I, I was convinced Grandall was about to score. Yeah, well, they went yeah. pretty up front, didn't they? We all. Joe Bunny. I mean, the headline was written for, for Joe Bunny, wasn't it? Oh, it Being was, Easter, yeah. you know, he, he got thrown he on. He scored on the Friday, I think, against so offence. It is, yeah, it did. Come on, yeah. come on, and that is it. I have a halt on Bunny, had a bit. He had a good, he had a good chance, didn't he? A uh, hold from the corner. He out jumped Morgan and he just yes. headed over the bar. It's with me, typical hold, that isn't it? <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for man, Dylan. He didn't, ha- he didn't dare come down here, me though, did he? Yeah. <laughs> did you hear? He, he didn't get past the halfway line. Really? He stayed up that top end. He applauded the Latics fans at the end of the game. Have you seen what he said on Twitter? Mixed, mixed bag, uh, mixed review from the Latics fans. Is that what he said? Yeah, but good luck, and they should get promoted. Did you hear the chant when he came on, everybody? Have you got a pie in your pocket? He's got a pie pie in his pocket. (laughs) Which brings me on quite a wonderful segue. Pie, there was a massive catering boo-boo. There was a massive catering boo-boo on that that day. Yep. Now, I have have to name drop here. I hope you don't uh, don't mind me name dropping here, chaps. But uh, my mate Chris Finch, Latic season ticket holder, Loves a pie to game, and uh, I saw him just before the match, and he went in for a pie. So, and we got word at work the following day, no pig in pies. All the pies had gone. They hadn't stocked up over Easter and stuff like that. Well, one of my other work colleagues who just goes to watch the other team, what played at the DW Stadium, said, "Well, I had a pie at the rugby." <gasps> So, what is going on here? Half time in the West Stand went down for the uh, cup of Bovril and a, and a drink of pop, and he said it was 15 minute wait for a pie. 15 minute wait? Yeah. For this bacon, oh? Yeah, somebody messed up there. Oh, ah, so, Yeah, but, he, you know, Chris loves his pre match pie. You know, he has to have it. It sets him up for the shouting and bawling. So this was before the game? Oh, this was before the match, ah, yeah. They haven't, oh. they haven't stopped up. But he thought. They're only stocking up for the evening, boys. That, that must have been the early kick-off through them. Yeah. 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 It's almost a nicked out Iceland and got some yeah. frozen pies in. So, what, what a fantastic Easter for us. Yeah. Could this have been any better, Gareth? No, it couldn't. couldn't. Some people are asking for a Millwall, Millwall, Burton draw, but I wanted Millwall to batter Burton. Uh, yes. I was quite a bit. Lee Gregory doing it for the, uh, for the namesakes. Oh, but it, they're an horrible club, aren't they? No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. I had probably one of the best ever away trips watching Latics uh, was up Millwall. Uh, absolute joy. It was brilliant. The first time I ever went was when uh, Graham Jones scored with about four minutes to go to go 1 0 up. And uh, I was right in the middle of all the Millwall fans. And I get up, get in there and realised where I was. <laughs> so I sat down very sheepishly to be told no certain terms which end I should have actually gone in <laughs> or which end they were going to stick my head up. I don't know which one it was. Yeah. Um, but they equalised, didn't they, with about like three minutes sort of extra time played or whatever. So did you jump up again and just uh, balance it out? Well, actually, no, they all came around and shoot me hand and everything. <laughs> and uh, it was great, but the, the before the match and after the match, uh, in that particular area of Lewisham and all around there, it was absolutely brilliant, loved it. Mm. It was an absolute one of the best away games, uh, away games I've ever been to. Right, well, we ju- I was just mentioning that we had a fantastic Easter. 
and, and we have and, and Millwall you've you know he's gone on about Millwall a little bit but uh, something else I noticed on Monday again was Yannick at half time sat in the tunnel what's it all about Mick? well I had to uh, I had to get to the bottom of this so I asked my good mate Mike Pollitt um, was having a pint after the, you know well actually it was at the rugby um, <laughs> <laughs> and I asked him I just said look can you explain to us why is it Yannick Yannick is in the tunnel at half time during, uh, during the break and we in the stand we were arguing because he wore he changed his boots at half time because he was wearing his orange boots at the first half and in the second half come out with white boots on and so we were saying no it's not Yannick because his boots are different colour anyway we found out really that it was Yannick what's wrong Mike answered that he gets ill in the dressing room at half time and whether it's nerves or not they've not got to the bottom of it but he feels claustrophobic in the dressing room at half time so he has to go and sit on the no. naughty step <laughs> probably the one get shot he said I am not tracking back what he's doing he's a clever he's a clever he's <laughs> yeah, a clever little Dutch man he's a little Dutch man a clever but it was there it was, uh, it was something I just had to ask I had to ask him Mike oh dear me I've heard it gives the answer I've heard it all right from the horse's mouth so to speak you call him a horse <laughs> yeah. Nay. Big lad. Well, it's a bit of a legend, Sorry, Mike Pollitt, yeah, a bit of a legend. So, talking about legends, talking about legends, we've got some news, um, Paul Kendrick's been in touch with us today, uh, the Joseph Skull, Latics Legends v Ariadne Zoo's Dutch Masters game at Ashton Town on Friday the 13th of May. Friday the 13th. The tickets are now on sale. Now you can pick these up from the DW Stadium or you can get them on the ticket outline, which if you don't know what it is, I'll give you a number now. 0871-6633-5522. Or you can contact the ticket page on the Wigan Athletic website and get your tickets there. Also, we've got some news on, on, uh, this, we've got, a, before we go any further, we've just got to stop here, we've got this, uh, we've got this room. <laughs> I think we've got a groupie coming to the, uh, studio. Also, we've got some team news from the Latics Legends, um, we've got, we can give an announcement today, two more of the, uh, two, an exclusive announcement of two of the players that's, uh, been signed up today, and, and, are definitely in the team. Can I guess one? Well, let me just tell you we've got so far. We've got Roberto Martinez, got Graham Jones, Paul Sharner, Emma Lesky, and Chris Kirkland. It is... Grant Holt. Stuart Barlow. Oh, legend. Oh, the legend. And... Kevin Sharp. Legend. So that's going to be uh, uh, fantastic. And there are other players who are going to be announced uh, in, in the next few weeks and it's, it's going to be an exciting lineup as I send it out and it's a fantastic cause as we all know so is it Kirky in there? he played out last time he played yeah. centre back he had, a, he had a great game at centre back so uh, maybe he'll be playing out again let's get John Farland back in there then yeah also the night before on the evening before we got that on the Friday the 13th on Thursday the 12th down at the South Stand Bar we have an audience with and the audience with this is going to be Paul Sharner and Ari Dizou. So 
that should be a, a really good evening. And I believe there's going to be a quiz on that night as well. Uh, oh, who's doing, doing the quiz, Baz? I've no idea, but so, somebody who's, uh, you know, sets really good quizzes. Oh, oh that's TV personality. Yeah, Roy Walker. So anyway, uh, <laughs> tickets for that are from the same place, the DW ticket office, via the telephone number I read earlier on, or you can get the tickets from uh, wiganathletic.com forward slash tickets. Uh, so we look forward, something to look forward to at the end of the season. Talking of new signings this week, we've picked up a, a young goalkeeper, Paul. A new, another one. His <laughs> name's Paul. Another one. No, his name's Jordan Perrin, and he's a 16-year-old former Arsenal Academy goalkeeper, highly rated, been chased by a number of clubs. You know, goalkeepers are like, don't you? Is he ready? By confidence, so as soon as one makes a mistake, you throw another one in until you get one that doesn't make mistakes. Well, we've got a few now, like a few, a few young ones. Uh, Dan Labacume, even. Lee Nichols is, is only still only 22 minutes, 23, 22. Uh, the, I keep think, wanting to say a somber. Alright, talk about the youth, the youth team and everything. Um, I've seen that City play Arsenal in the semi final, um, and it's on TV, so it's a shame that we didn't get that extra couple of steps. We'd have been uh, parading in front of the world's media. Yeah, and we've met Arsenal again in the semi final, yeah. yeah, but we would have battered them this time, oh, we would. We would. Right. Let's move on. Shrewsbury turn on Saturday. Um, is it Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury? Well, it depends where you come from. If you come from Beach Elwick, it's Shrewsbury. <laughs> if you come from uh, Lower Gidler, it's Shrewsbury. So we've got them on Saturday. <laughs> the referee for the game is Nick Kinsley. Kinsley. Uh, he's already refed once away at Crew. He's done 26 games this season and he's issued eight red cards. Perkins is off. Mm. Uh, we've previously <laughs> met Shrewsbury 14 times with four wins apiece and six draws. Uh, we've not won at Shrewsbury since 1992, but we've not played there since 1997. So <laughs> we've already met them once in the league this season. Don't the DW who scored the goal? It was a one-nil win. Ravel. Well done, Adam. Ah. Alex Ravel in the 36th minute with a, with a very, very, very good header. They are, that's right, Dan. They did the, the old celebration. Yeah, the, the special yeah, celebration because they've been army training. They're unbeaten in the last nine League One games, though they have drawn the last three. How many were unbeaten in? Eighteen. Right, end of Double. argument. Longest, uh, longest. End of argument. Reign in the uh, football league. Yeah. Uh, top scorer. Sulikai Kai. Sulikai Kai with ten goals. Would you start Vukic? Scored a trick, didn't he, for the uh, development squad? Yes, I would. That's that. I would. Yeah. 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 In the second game of the weekend, the Rochdale game, Grigg was lacking, visibly lacking in support, and he would have yep. really benefited from 90 minutes alongside Budkic. Yeah, I totally agree with you there, and I think we do need to make every effort to sign him. My only issue is, and I think the thing that will stop us if Newcastle get relegated, which is looking like it's going to happen, he could be a big player for them in the Championship. 
Yeah, but last last time they got relegated, they just kept all the squad together and went straight back up again. Have they got the the point to do that? There's t- I think there's t- I think there's too many internationals in that Newcastle team. They've done a lot before, yeah, though, yeah they did. They kept they kept a just kept some an expensive squad yeah. together last time. But would you keep someone like Will Loudon who play in a similar position to Vukic? You know, who's a Dutch international? It gets you straight back up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think Newcastle will go for it. It's the, it's the players' staying power, isn't it? Yeah. But they know if, if they do keep that squad, they will. They will oh, they'll that walk it. Yeah. We'll be safe. Keep your kept the internationals and that. Keep your never any good though, were they? No, they, never, they had a rubbish manager. And it is the rubbish. Yeah. 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 Parachute. Parachute. Harry Redknapp. Gareth. Yeah. There was a lot of people said that we'd walk the championship with our squad, but we didn't. We got relegated, didn't we? <laughs> we, got, we didn't keep our squad from the Premier League, though, did we? We, we got rid of a lot of them. Yeah. If we'd have like the It was just, a, like it was just a, a poor man's last summer, wasn't it? Uh, right, come on, let's have some predictions then, Gareth. We'll start with you. Both teams have won three and drawn three of the last six games. So Ooh. The both teams are obviously on form. On fire. Another 2-0 win to the Latics. Get in there, 2-0 to the Ticks. Damn. Fatigue is not going to be a factor. <laughs> and we're going to win 2-0. Mick. I'd like to see changes to the starting lineup. I'd like to see an attacking formation. I want to see two up front. Um, I think it's going to be 3 0 to Wigan Athletic. Adam? Alright, yeah. How, how do you see it going? <laughs> um, I agree with Mick and Scholar. I think, I think it'll be comfortable. I think we were good at ending teams once you look at Swindon. We battered them. They were, everyone were raving all seven games unbeaten or something like that. But yeah, we're too, we're too good. I think and uh, I think Vucic definitely deserves a start. I think he might he, pro- he might score, and I reckon two or three could get a hat trick. But yeah, three now. Paul, just pick up three points. Two one will be it'll be it'll be good. Scorers. <laughs> well, yeah, two of them. I want for them. <laughs> My side. Well, odds, odds, <coughs> odds. Size odd checker and your prediction, please. Sponsored by Be- Beach Hill Library. Um, title favourites now at five to six. Don't worry, yeah. It's not. It's oh no, I think it's about eight. Two minutes, oh, two minutes past eight. Uh, so Shrewsbury seven to two. The draw eleven to four, and Latics are ten to eleven. First goal scorer is Will Grigg at seventeen to four. Then there's a trio of Latics players: is McElhaney, Vukic, and Yannick all thirteen to two. You'd fancy to bag a couple, and then you got Sully Kaikai, who we've mentioned <coughs> earlier at eight to one. Mm. Uh, a couple of you mentioned a uh, 2-0 win, that's uh, an 8-1, to one. Um, and at my tip, I've, I've gone bold, go big or go home, 5-0 at 100-1. to 5-0 away from home? You know, yeah. that's not a bad shot. 100-1? to 100-1. For 100 pounds. I can get a 5 on that. You're not all yeah. up to bet, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you are, are you? Get a 5 on that, it'll cost you a 5 <laughs> Excellent. Alright, so... Uh, we're all uh, hoping for, th- well, we're all thinking we're going to get three three points. Getting towards uh, those 30 yeah. points after 10, ga- after 10 games. To the very summit. Yeah. I think it'll be a, a, a comfortable win by a comfortable scoreline. Right. Whether that's 2 0, 3 0, 4 0. There's going to be hiccups on the way. No, there will yeah. be. Blow when you run into 30 points. But I think we're, I get 20, just, we're so stronger than anybody else. Yeah, well, we are. We're so strong. I'll go with that. 
Yeah, you, you mentioned this uh, before we went on earlier, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, so, but the surprising stuff in there is, is the second place side as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Bradford. Bradford. Yeah. That's why I, I posted on your website the other day to get on Bradford for the playoffs. Apart from us, they've been the best side in the division for most of the, well, since October. Mm. Last six months. Well, yeah, I, th- I think I think we're we're pretty much nailed on to the up now. Yeah, I think there's a, it's getting stronger by, as the weeks go by that we'll take the title as well. What do you what do you reckon to the Chelsea pack off? Um, I don't think we should worry about that. I think we should. Yeah, I think they've got three um, away games coming up. Sheffield United and Gillingham. Yeah, well, yeah, Walsall's next three games are Shrewsbury at home, and then they've got Sheffield United, Oldham away. Even all them away. That's it. I mean, that's why I look at Doncaster for us. It's a tough game because they're in the mire, aren't they? Blackpool beat them yeah. mm. on Monday. Manchester beat them, battered them, didn't they? Yeah. On Friday. Yeah. Thing, thing is, if they don't pick up six points with their two games in hand, that leaves them at least points behind us. With well, depending on how many points they pick up they've got a gap to close and the number of games left to pull that gap back is is shrinking yeah. all, we have to, all we have to do is match them and, and we're sorted out well, we, we was in a, in a kind of topsy-turvy sort of position with games in hand weren't we a couple of years yeah. ago and it was the fact that we couldn't get them points in hand look what happened to us so. yeah. much rather have points than games in correct Definitely. games really pressure on everyone else like, I mean yeah. you look at Burton yeah. they bottled over the weekend yeah well, have you seen the next We've got Bury at home on, on Saturday, then we've got Scunthorpe away, Barnsley at home, us, then they're away at Colchester, we've got Gillingham, and then they're away at Doncaster. Barnsley, what's, what's, what's anybody's thoughts on the development squad absolutely paced in Burton? Because I, I think that sends a, me- sends a message or sends shivers through their club that we're the big, we're the big boys here. Yeah, but didn't, just beware didn't, of we, it. didn't we play half our first team? That team, when looking at it before the, before the game kicked off, thought you could you could turn out on that Tuesday night against Burton and you'd think be these for the team. But what what did they turn out in the for their development squad? Are they turning out any of their first team? I don't know. I doubt it. I, Having played twice over I the mean, weekend. I mean, I. My my <coughs> personal view is that the, their development players are going to go to their senior players and tell them how good we are. Where their coaching staff are going to say, yeah, they're not very good this week. You know, we, we we've been top of the league, well, so we could beat Wigan. Don't worry about them. But that's the coach's job. The development players <coughs> are, going to, are going to go there and tell it straight and say, look, these these guys are good. You know, you're going to have to be sharp, otherwise you're in trouble. The t- trouble with Burn is we've got an answer club as manager. Yeah, as soon I'm as he got appointed, I, I knew then we'd catch yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I'm not sure. Well, I, th- I, think, I think that sends out of a message. Mm. I really do. Gareth's got a good stat here, hasn't he? Well, yeah, looking at the league, you know, obviously Walsall and the team that are closest chasers with the two games in hand, but they've got a run of games which gives them eight games in 28 days. They're yeah. playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, yeah. Tuesday. They're chasing us. They're behind on goal. They, they, they must be up against it. They've, not got, a real big, they've not got such a big squad now, have they? No. Well, the, the, well, the thing with us having the points on the board, if they slip up once, they're in trouble. But if they get momentum going, then 
that Saturday, Tuesday, they just get in a rhythm, don't they? And that's the thing you've well, got like to worry about. Well, you've already said, Paul, we've, we've got momentum since October. Yeah. And it's not showing any signs of relenting. Well, I, I, it's a shame I didn't print the table out. I was going to print it out, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, to see how good Walsall have been through the the last six months. Hmm. Um, because they were one of the early early starters, weren't they? So maybe they're not quite, you know, they're good, but they can't quite pile the points on like we can now. I, I, I'm not worried about Walsall. Well, they have won the last three. Something to look at. But that one, yeah. And I think they're going to be barred, even though even though we've pulled out six points on them, they're going to be massively barred by the fact that Burton are playing horribly. And I actually think that Walsall will catch Burton. Burton It'll be Wigan, Walsall second, Burton third. Maybe that's fourth. Yeah, I I mean, to be fair to them, they don't have to catch both teams. They only have to catch one, don't they? They've got the prize. Well, the the romantic inside of me wants Burton to get promoted. I want, not at our expense, obviously, but I'd love to see a club of Burton's size and stature get into the championship. That's that's another reason. Um, They were talking about playing in the next division being history for them and it kind of almost had a, an air of settling for second about it which again if we if we overtake them and then also catch them they're going to miss out altogether it'll be an, an also an early season for them well they sold the big player at, at exactly the wrong time as well didn't they <laughs> uh, guys go to our place yeah yeah I mean, why they couldn't be negotiated to like sell him and keep him on loan until the end of the season? That's mm. you know, like Coventry did with uh, Madison, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Sold to Norwich and then he's yeah. back on loan. But that's really done nothing for them because they're rubbish. Yeah. Oh, Coventry are rubbish. Yeah, they are. We've yeah. got them next week, haven't we? We haven't got them a week exactly. So, quite happy. Elated, actually. Mm. More than elated. Yeah, more than happy. Operation promotion is. Uh, Quite well nicely, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> Big game to look forward to at the weekend. Who's going? I'm hey. going. All the yeah. six. Uh, all the six. So, uh, until next week, it's a good night from me. And it's a good, good night, night from us. us. Enjoy, Enjoy, Enjoy the town and the bridges. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off. You'd be like heaven to touch I wanna hold you so much At long last love has arrived And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you Pardon the way that I stay There's nothing else to the sight of you leaves me weak. There are no words left to speak. But if you feel like I feel, please let me know that it's real. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off you.
Too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off. 